Hello, apa kabar? Welcome to the Indonesia Saga with V, a podcast talking crap about Indonesia from facts, culture, funny stories, news, travel tips, or just things. Created and produced by Indonesian from Indonesia, just for you, wherever you are. My name is V. This is episode 26. Indonesia always stands with Palestine. Yes, we've been flooded with news about the rift between Israel and Palestine in recent days. Oh no, scratch that. It's not a rift, it's an attack, it's a war, and it has happened for years. But one thing that never changes since the beginning. Indonesia always stands with Palestine, no matter what. Just like the US always stands with Israel, right? Indonesia indeed has a close relationship with Palestine. With that, Indonesia even does not recognize a country that today we know as Israel. Well, perhaps for some Indonesian it is taboo to to say out the name outlet. You know, like Voldemort thing. Anyway, well, I think at least that happened that can happen until a peace agreement can be reached between the disputed countries, in this case, Israel and Palestine. But this lovey-dovey relationship between Indonesia and Palestine has actually been developed long before the independence of Indonesia. I would like to call it a debt of gratitude. Why? Well, it all started when Palestine became a big supporter of the independence of Indonesia in 1945. We Indonesians are forever grateful for the leader of Palestine at that time, Mr. Sheikh Muhammad Amin al-Husayni, who at that time promoted Indonesia through the Arab League. Not to mention their pressure towards the British to back off ahead of the Dutch. So, it meant a lot for Indonesia. And that is why Palestine will always, again I repeat, always be Indonesia's number one foreign policy. This commitment is even mandated by the 1945 Constitution. Indonesia, in fact, has condemned Israel's attack on Gaza many times. From the foreign ministers, to presidents, to the people, we call out to Israel and stand with Palestine. Jogo even called out to criticize Israel during his 2014 election, so Palestine issue is a big thing in Indonesia. And 
The fidelity of Indonesia to Palestine has been through some testaments over time. During the during the Trump administration, for instance, we know, we all know, the world knows that the U.S. is incessant to persuade Muslim countries around the world to recognize Israel. And Indonesia is no doubt one of the main targets. In an interview with Bloomberg on December 22nd, which I also quoted from the diplomacy.com, oh, sorry, the diplomat.com, um, Adam Bowler, CEO of the U.S. International Development Finance Corporation, said that Indonesia could get up to two billion U.S. dollar more in development aid if it formalized the already considerable ties it has with Tel Aviv. Um, I'm not sure if the government even considered it for once. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm not taking any any sides right now. It's just my curiosity if every Indonesia felt, you know felt loose about their stance if they ever adopt their stance but really it's just my curiosity i'm not making any sides here i'm not trying to support one of the parties it's really pure out of my curiosity but i guess i found the answer already because from that proposal from bowler um our foreign minister the indonesian foreign minister Mrs. Ratno Marzadiri eventually denied it. No intention to open diplomatic ties with Israel, she said. Indonesia will continue to exercise support for Palestinian independence based on a two-state solution and other agreed international parameters, she continued. You know, any effort to recognize Israel means one step away to ignite a domestic commotion in Indonesia. Indonesians, do not matter where they are, don't hesitate to take on the streets to stand up for Palestine whenever a war like this erupts. Every single time, just like today. And when that time happens, when that takes place, the embassy of the U.S. will be the popular destination for Indonesians. People will just gather, um, invite their colleagues, their friends, um, you know, just to gather and um, protest, go to the embassy and express their disappointments, their angers, ask the U.S. to, to you know, to help, to help uh, the war. So that's what is likely happen when time like this happens. Besides, um, you know, um, like I said, Palestine is a big issue in Indonesia and um, 
the majority of Indonesians are Muslims. So of course, Indonesia will always stand with Palestine. And from that, we know that we know that um, nobody would like to be on the bad side of Islamic organizations in Indonesia. You can name it Nadatul Ulama and Muhammadiyah, for instance. But nobody wants to be on their bad side. Jokowi and his predecessors know it very well too. Here's an example so you can get the idea how important this issue for Indonesia is. So, a female student in North Sumatra is facing a prison sentence. Now, um, she is not put in jail yet, but she is accused. She is, I know, convicted with the ITE law. Why? Because she talked about the conflict between Israel and Palestine in a wrong way. So it happened two days ago. Her video on TikTok went viral after she called up Palestinians big. Yes, pick. And as of today, the video is now gone from the radar, and I'm not sure about the follow up. If um, the police continue the, the 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 you know the the thing with the law, I'm not sure. So, from the examples above, you see streets and social media are the main channels where Indonesians can show their support for Palestine. Hashtag Ina stands with Palestine was a trending topic on the second day of Eid last week. You know, there were more than 23,000 tweets with the hashtag to support Palestinians. It's crazy, 23,000 that support Palestinians in Indonesia alone. Um. But beforehand, the weekend, the previous weekend, before the Eid, um, President Jokowi already issued an official statement to assert the position of Indonesia. He tweeted, um, Indonesia strongly condemns Israel's attacks, which have resulted in the loss of hundreds of lives, including women and children. Israel's aggression must be to a stop. That's what he tweeted. I tried to use his voice, but I think it felt. So it's clear. It's clear that Indonesia stands with Palestine, no matter what. The Indonesian Foreign Minister also attended an emergency meeting with the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, or OIC. So again, Mrs. Hetno Marsubirini proposed at least three key points during the meeting. The first and most important of all is to unite support of Palestinian independence. Gretna also invited the members to use their influence to encourage a ceasefire and that the organization must work on the multilateral negotiations. Gretna also arrived in New York this Wednesday 19th of May to attend the UN General Assembly. The mission is still the same. 
to encourage other countries to use their influence to put a stop to this heartbreaking aggression. Yet, do you think that Indonesia will be able to put a stop to this long-time war for good? Well, we need dialogue, that's true, and that's a fact. Indonesia has been doing, I think, its best to facilitate peaceful dialogue to improve relations between Israel and Palestine. I appreciate it, I'm proud of it as an Indonesian. However, of course, we need more, we need something more to to finally make an end for this. Something that can work in the long run and can satisfy both parties. So, um, I found an, an article which is written by Ari Aprianto. He is a diplomat at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Indonesia who has worked on issues concerning the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I just can't agree more with him. Yes, we need a framework to put people-to-people relations at the forefront of the peace process. Not the leaders of Palestine and Israel, let alone the US. It will be also possible to include non-state actors since, well, Indonesia does not have diplomatic relations with Israel after all. But with that, Indonesia may face another obstacle, which is the sentiment of its own people. Many people in Indonesia see the conflict of Israel and Palestine merely from the perspective of religion. People see that, well, Palestine is a Muslim country. So we, as the largest Muslim country in the world, we just can't accept it. Indonesia must not accept it. Whoever disrupts Palestine is the enemy of the country. In this case, it's Israel. But that's not how it works anymore, right? Islam, in fact, is not the only religion in Palestine anymore. Some Muslim-dominated countries finally have established diplomatic relations with Israel, like the UAE. At some point, we also perhaps we also acknowledge or have to acknowledge that there are people from both parties, from Israel and Palestine, who actually want peace. Like the rest of the world, like us. So I think Indonesia has a challenging task to educate this information to its people okay because it's not i mean like we have to prioritize the people not the country not the leaderships not the allies but the people who really want peace so what the future holds for israel and palestine 
do you think that this upcoming UNGA will help both parties? Will help the world to have some peace? Well, I don't know for that for sure. For now, what I know for sure is that Indonesia will always stand for Palestine. Yet, will Indonesia really be able to make peace without losing itself? I guess we'll see. Thank you for getting to know Indonesia. If you like our content, share the podcast or tell your friend about it. Check out our site at www.theindonesiasaga.com Do you want more of Indonesia? Stay tuned with us for more exciting topics about Indonesia. Until the next episode, terima kasih, sampai jumpa.